Welcome to the Breathe, Elevate, Heal podcast. Join me for soul-empowered tips about ways you can more gracefully meet life's challenges and become the best version of you. I am Dr. K, your host and owner of Design and Wellness Center. I'm also a holistic wellness and stress coach for women over 40. I help women break through the mental and emotional barriers and self-defeating habits that are keeping her stuck in stress and blocking her natural ability to heal and mind body, soul, and spirit. On this podcast, enjoy bite-sized episodes between 5 to 15 minutes long designed for the busy woman on the go. You will learn ways to tap into your inner resilience and shift your mindset for greater peace, radiant health, and abundant energy. Hello, Dr. K here from Design and Wellness Center, your holistic wellness and stress coach for women over 40. So thank you for tuning in with me for today's Soul Inspired Tip. So today we're talking about this concept of how disease can follow our ancestral lineage, our tribal units, and our family units as well. And I'm going to talk about this related to our consciousness, our collective consciousness, and how that certain diseases and these energetic entanglements that we cert- we see certain diseases that can run rampant through generation to generation. So I'm not talking about per se the genes and, and the hereditary component of disease. I'm talking about more so this collective consciousness that we carry related to the group belief patterns of our tribe, our family. And when I talk about tribe, this is really just an archetype that again, it's not synonymous with family because we do see certain diseases and we see certain traumas that carry along when there's one that connects to a group belief pattern. So psychologically and physically, we are more connected than we actually realize collectively as a planet and the universe we're all energetically connected so today i'm talking about this energetic component of how certain diseases can follow along certain levels of consciousness within a collected group and their identity so i talked about this before in terms of our foundational chakras the the muladhara the first chakra is our grounding force and this is also related to this energy component of our tribal power or our family power because it's all about bonding, it's all about loyalty, it's all about connection within our family unit, within our ancestral lineage, there's this honor code, right, that we want to uphold. And because this is about support, right, it's about that sense of unity, about safety, it's about connection, not only to our family unit or our tribe unit, but also to the physical world as well. And this is really symbolic of what I talk about, the all is one. So we have, yes, collective consciousness within our family units, our ancestral, but we also have this all is one connection to that of everyone in the universe, right? We're all connected energetically. And so what often what happens though, within the individual tribe, because of this collected consciousness, we can have, of course, issues psychologically of generational trauma that we know, right? But we can also have this energetic component to disease. Disease is really just an energetic pattern. And so certain consciousness can actually create this entanglement of webs that we that really pre- predispose us to certain types of diseases because it's become part of the consciousness of 
our tribe, right? So therefore this foundational chakra, because of this loyalty to the tribe, this is where we often, when we see different diseases running rampant through families and ancestral lines, this is where we start to lose a lot of our power within the first chakra, the second chakra, because we feel that we have to be loyal to the group. And so therefore we take on that uh, component, that energetic component, that therefore subconsciously or unconsciously, we feel that we have to have this certain disease as well. So I'll, I'll explain that as well here in just a minute. So when we lose power within the first chakras, this again is gonna make us more susceptible to disease and illness all the way from autoimmune diseases to cancers, to chronic diseases and, and so forth, which we commonly see that runs through the family line. So we are deeply connected <laughs> to this consciousness, the collective power of our ancestors, to our family, and also our tribe. We carry its strengths, its beliefs, its superstitions, its fears, its attitudes, its perceptions, and even the weaknesses that, again, generational trauma that follows along. We carry this in our cells, we carry it in our DNA, we carry it in our body, and we carry it most importantly within our energy centers that are that again we're mostly unconscious of this right so due to this strong energetic entanglement or this interconnectedness that we have to get together within our unit it can take on different effects within the health of our cells again our dna our immune system and essentially how our organs work so this energetic phenomena is what helps to explain, therefore, why certain diseases that we see are energetically activated by personal tribal issues. And so as we know with generational trauma, this is where we see families that have a history of physical abuse or addiction, depression, anxiety, rage, anger. So there are also, these are more, that's more psychological, but there's also these, again, illnesses, certain diseases such as cancers, autoimmune disorders that can also spread through families and tribal units that carry on certain energetic vibrations as well. Because disease, again, is simply an energetic pattern. So if that is the case, it doesn't necessarily have to be that it's related to blood. It becomes an energetic pattern within one's consciousness and what they connect to and so you know even when we think about it we can look at the news every day and we can see let's just talk about pan the pandemic COVID-19 so this is really a reflection of the collected consciousness in terms of how certain diseases wars pandemics racism all of these things really fall up under that collective consciousness and how there's an energetic vibration that does feed into the trauma that we start to see unveil itself through human evolution right so the same thing can happen with disease in terms of this component of of consciousness and so it's really under it's, it's important to understand the energetic nature of ourselves right? Because when these things continue to go unhealed, then it just continues to follow along this vicious cycle, right? So again, today, I'm not really talking about this being a physical element of genes or hereditary, even though that's an, a significant factor that can predispose one to disease. This is true. But what we also know that there are certain people of a family, a member of a group that we know that not all genes manifest 
into disease within an individual just because someone in their family had a particular disease or illness. So the energetic element, the energetic element of disease is more relative relative to our level of consciousness. That's the main point I want to get to. <laughs> and it goes back to this foundational root chakra of that honor code and how we want to maintain the loyalty to our group, right? That we carry unconsciously because we wouldn't do that otherwise if we were conscious of it, right? So it's about this belief that in order to be loyal to our tribe, then we have to absorb the issues of our tribe, of our family, of our ancestors, including the diseases, right? And so consciously, we would not do this, but unconsciously, we do this all the time because disease and trauma, again, as their energetic patterns, they can get entangled in one's energy centers within their chakras and the collective consciousness of the ancestral lineage. So understanding how this can happen Having this awareness of your own consciousness is key because it's these unconscious and these subconscious thought patterns that play out in our actions, our day to day, how we show up in life. And, you know, until really something comes along to get our attention, such as illness or disease. Right. And this is a way of the body getting our attention that, hey, something really needs to be healed from within. And so the difficulties that we carry along from our ancestors and our tribe can appear in our lives in hidden ways. We are the direct inheritors of these unfulfilled expectations, the betrayal, shame, disappointments, even the physical pain and disease, right? So these unresolved feelings can get expressed in our daily actions, our behaviors. They can have an effect on our life decisions such as our choices of a life partner, choices of career. So our emotional and our energetic makeup and our physical body really do bear the weight of this overlay of generational trauma, right? And so when there's no outlet for these emotions, then this energy begins to get trapped and it starts to fuse into the cells of the body. And this is where we start to see disease running rampant from generation to generation as well, right? So what we often don't realize is that this entanglement, this inherited conscious belief patterns, they don't originate from the brain. Where they are located, they are located outside of the body in our auric field and above the higher energy centers, above even the seven chakra, the crown chakra. Because most people don't know that we are not limited to just seven chakras. There are eight, nine, and even higher chakras. So energy healing modalities really can help to untangle those thought patterns, those thought forms from a higher level so that one can then begin to release those energetic conscious patterns from their ancestral lineage and can also begin to see from a higher awareness ways that they can heal and resolve their own issues related to the unconscious thought patterns that we've inherited, right? Or that are part of the group identity because we feel like we have to be loyal to the tribal unit, right? It goes back to that first rooted chakra. So when we choose to get help to address these disease patterns and you know we're not seeing any resolve, even when we go through lifestyle changes and we see, of course, through traditional medicine, that approach, even through psychotherapy, it can really get very difficult to get beyond and to heal these energetic patterns because our healthcare system really doesn't consider the more subtle aspects of who we are. 
And there is really no solid energetic system for these type of matters. So even though this is drastically changing now because we have more evidence that now points to the efficacy of energy medicine, um, but we still know that there's a gap and that our traditional system really doesn't take into account our spirit and our energy. So energy healing and its therapies are proven to release the markers that we see within our epigenetic DNA, as well as psychologically from this consciousness that's related to this entanglement through the patterns and generational trauma and also the disease, right? From those stories that get followed along. So we are in a cycle right now of human evolution where it's time to heal our generational wounds, to heal ancestral trauma all the way down to the family unit, because this cycle, as we know, it is breaking down. And what doesn't work in our society is shifting us really to come back to ourselves, emotionally, spiritually, to align with our true self and to rem remember what we are, not just who we are from conditioned beliefs, but what we are. So now more than ever, it's time to do our inner healing work, to release those old patterns of behaviors and beliefs that have been conditioned within us so that it doesn't continue to have this ripple effect on our children, our grandchildren, and the next generations to come. As I mentioned, we are all connected and even energetic patterns that we inherit from the macrocosm in which we live. Again, we can look at the news on any given night and see the effects of humanity, which affects the collective consciousness and embeds a certain level of energetic and historic trauma, including that, as I mentioned, pandemics, wars, mass shootings, mental illness epidemics, addiction, chronic disease epidemics, racism, and even more. So cultures around the world have long practiced these healing techniques that really do center on the flow of this life force energy that permeates every one of us based on the premise that we as human beings are made of energy. So energy medicine really does encompass a series of therapies based on the idea that the, this, the disruption based on the idea that this disruption of the subtle energy can cause imbalances within the physical body, within the emotional and energetic body, especially within groups that identify consciously, right? Within the ancestral line, within the tribal unit, the family unit. And this must be healed and resolved. So it doesn't continue again to care. So we don't continue to carry the weight of what we have inherited and that which is often played out as a vicious cycle from generation to generation. Thank you for listening to the Breathe, Elevate, Heal podcast. If this was your first time tuning in, go ahead and click follow so you don't miss out on our short and sweet soul empowered tip of the day.